Welcome to Joe Howarth's Happiness Hacks podcast. If you'd like to find out more about Joe's work, head over to thehappinessclub.co.uk and consider becoming a member. Sometimes on this journey, it's good to be part of a bigger, friendly group and you get daily strategies and access to trained coaches and mental health professionals. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Joe Howard's Happiness Hacks, where I interview one of the amazing people that um, exist in this brilliant world that we live in. Today, I am interviewing the very lovely Paul Wilson. Um, I'm going to let him interview interview himself. No, introduce. I can do that if you like. No problem. Hello, Paul. How are you? Well, Paul is really good today. Now, Paul, what do you do? Um, Well, it depends what you want to know. Sorry, I had to. You had obviously had to. Um, well, I could just sit in the corner and have a cup of tea, and you can do it all yourself. That'd be great. <laughs> okay, well, I'll just take over, shall we? Good afternoon, and welcome to the show. My name is Paul Wilson. I am a hypnotist and a coach. I've been doing that now since uh, the middle of 2018. Previously, 25 years in the corporate world. Why do I do it? Well, in all honesty, there's one reason. There's a moment when I'm working with a client when they they get this realization that all the crap they've had to deal with is just disappeared or they've got a solution or they found the thing they've been looking for and literally it's like um you know transformers like a change instead of changing from a car into a robot they change from a a person into a star the the color of their face changes their eyes become like beacons the shoulders drop down and it's an absolutely phenomenal thing to do that's why i do it I love that. I love that. It's like that light bulb. You can feel it and see it go off in someone, can't you? Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. So that's, well, that's why you do it. But how did you know? Oh, I can't get this question to come out of my mouth properly. How did you know that what you did was going to do that before you became it? I didn't know is the honest truth. When I left the corporate world, I was going to become a professional photographer because photography is a passion of mine. And then me doing things completely ask about face as usual, instead of doing the research before I quit the job, I did the research after I quit my job. I talked to people that were in the industry 10, 20, 30, sometimes 40 years. And the first question they said to me was, do you love photography? I went, yeah, 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 like a puppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they went, don't become a professional photographer because within about a month, you will hate your camera and you want to throw it against a wall. I went, why? It's really simple. People now will work for free. Will work for, and this is not a pun, will work for exposure, yeah, to get seen. And it means you'll have to slog your guts out for three, four, five years. Now, unfortunately, I took their advice and didn't subsequently i've spoken to other people said there are different avenues there are different ways you can get into photography but completely by accident so there i am i've quit the job it's oh my god i can't become a photographer what am i gonna do and just by chance the personal trainer took on him and his wife were hypnotherapists and they said paul we got this this thing this weekend try before you buy coming coming along it's a free me i love free so okay great boom i'm there and I spent the day working with this lady who had a fear of snakes and things that wriggled around. Now, here in the UK, how can you be afraid of snakes? I just don't get it because they're so rare. There's only one that's even slightly venomous. Anyway, she was, and we did the work, and yeah, so what? It was okay. But the next day, which was a Sunday, 
this lady and her family every Sunday morning they go out for a walk in some local woods and dad's got his phone and he's you know he's, he's giving it all of this the David Bailey stuff you know and then you can hear him in the background going darling you better move to the side because there's a massive worm in the path and she goes no no it's okay and she gets on her hands and knees and very very carefully she scoops this worm up in her hands carries it across her mound of grass and gently place it on the mound of grass husband nearly drops the phone launches a stream of expletives because he can't believe what he's seen i'm thinking they're going i've got a superpower Boom. <laughs> and so i kind of i go up the ladder then i go back to the guy that did the day thing so who trained you went and trained with him who trained you i went as far up the chain as i could but every book every course and i just morphed into a hypnotherapist pretty much overnight essentially and then the one thing i found was that with hypnosis you're only kind of treating one aspect but as a coach i can treat the whole person or work with the whole person but i still do both and i absolutely love it yeah and i think that's a really beautiful combo because um i've i've been working myself this year with a therapist and a coach the same lady who's both and it's such a brilliant combo because you you can put the past to bed and properly look at how you move into the future it's like I all in one it's brilliant combo to have absolutely Um, okay cool so that's why you do what you do how you got to where you are so obviously the name of the podcast is happiness hacks and you know my company's the happiness hack uh, the happiness club i'm all about the happiness so what does happiness if i say the word happiness to you what does that mean to you Oh, God, it means all sorts of things to me. It means some really, really fond memories that I've got from years gone by. It means lunch with friends. It means watching sunsets. It means all kinds of things. But probably the most important thing is it's being grateful for still. I mean, I'm 62, 62 and a half, yeah? I know friends who have died at 18 and at 28 and at 35 and so on and so on and so on. I'm so lucky to still be here breathing and functioning, you know, and being out in the world. And that makes me happy because I get to see all this amazing stuff. And the thing that one little thing that really pees me off is that people choose to see the negativity and they get entrenched in it and they fail to see or don't want to see the beauty that's out there, the lovely people like yourself, the really cool people, the really fun people, people are out there that are helping people. There is so much to be grateful for, particularly in the West, yeah, and to be happy. But people don't want to, and I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. No, it's, it's. Um, I mean, we're not, we're not trained to, we're not taught to look for it, are we? We grow up in such negative and most of us a lot of us grow Mm. up in such negative environments not just at home but school and um working environments and all of that it's it's much easier for us as human beings to see the negative stuff isn't it than to which when you think about it is utterly bizarre because the beautiful stuff is all around us all the time um and and yet we walk past it with our blinkers on don't we absolutely absolutely right i'll give you a really simple example um i post a lot on social media and yesterday i did a post doesn't really matter what it was about and i had about 50 or 60 people comment and like and all that there's about three or four people that put really negative stuff guess what i focused on until i realized what i was doing i was focused on the half dozen people that disagreed with me and i'm sat there thinking i they they're entitled to an opinion if they want to post on your post let them get on with it 
But there's all these other lovely people going, yeah, I agree with you, good. But yeah, we do tend to to focus on the negative. And it's bizarre, but I'm really lucky because I've taught myself in lots of different areas to catch myself. So as soon as I see myself or feel myself doing something that isn't where I want to be, I go, Paul, that's not a good thing to be doing. Let's change it up. Let's go do something else. And that is take practice. But once you get it, it, it's works a treat. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think that's the thing that a lot of people aren't willing to, to put the practice in, right? They want the quick fix, which, you know, for my money, I mean, I'm a hypnotherapist as well, right? So for my money, hypnotherapy is the nearest thing to a quick fix you're going to get. But it's still not, it's, it's not like a click your fingers and you're a completely different person. The problem is that the word practice is a dirty eight-letter word for a lot of people. Yeah. They want instant everything, instant noodles, instant stardom. Nobody wants to practice. I, I help lots of people that are running businesses. And they go, Paul, I've been in business for five seconds. How come I'm not famous and making $20 billion a minute? Well, because you just said the answer's there. You've yeah. just started. You have to practice. You've got to go through all the crap that we all go through to find your way forward. And it's the because same. that's the point, yeah, that's right? Practice. That's the point is to learn the stuff, is to learn whatever yeah. you need to learn. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Cool. So if you could share a happiness hack with us, what, what would be your happiness oh, hack? When you said, when you invite me onto this podcast, I kind of thought of a few things, but my absolute all-time favorite is just laugh more. Yeah? Seriously, there's, there's a guy um, called Norman Cousins who... This is back from know, the 40s and 50s or 60s, I can't remember now. He had cancer. Now, he had all the medications, but the way he helped himself get a speedy recovery, he's got his family to bring in tapes of his favorite comedy shows. And so rather than people being all maudlin and miserable and all going, are you okay? Do you want some more water? People were laughing and giggling, and it was infectious. It spread throughout the entire hospital. People go, hang on, this is a hospital. People aren't supposed to be laughing. But there he was. And a very simple trick. This is now this is not deliberate, it's just the way it happens. <laughs> I start smiling. <laughs> I can't help it. Just smile. <laughs> smiling makes me laugh. And laughter is good for you in so many different ways. Physically, gets the blood pumping, gets a smiley face, makes people laugh around you. It's such a good thing. And it's free and it's easy. And guess what? You don't even need to practice it. Yeah, and you can do it by yourself. You can do it with people. It's one of those things you can do on your own and people don't go, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, brilliant. I love that. I love it. Thank you. Yes, laugh more. Just laugh more. Seriously, laugh more. It is good for the soul and the body and the mind. It's good for all of it, right? Absolutely. Brilliant. Now, if people want to know more about you and your work, where is the best place for them to go? The best place is probably my website, which is really simple, ahappyhead.co.uk. I'll say that one more time with feeling, ahappyhead.co.uk. That was very nicely delivered. Well done. I like that. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, if you have any questions for Paul, his um, details will be in the podcast notes um, and you can visit his website and find out more about him. Thank you so much for joining me, dude. And I will see you soon. Take care. My pleasure. Speak to you soon. Bye now. Thank you for listening. Now go do. 
Don't be part of the shelf help movement. Go ahead and test this stuff in your own experience. And don't forget to head over and subscribe to this podcast as well so you never miss a bit. Leave a review and click on the fifth star. 